Friday, and welcome to a new episode of This Week in Apps, a weekly no-fluff, data-first roundup of interesting news and trends about mobile apps and games. I'm Ariel from AppFigures, and I have five highlights for you this week. We just published a top 10 most downloaded apps in March report, and unless you've been following these closely, it will look like not much has changed. Really, not much has changed. TikTok is still the most downloaded app globally. It's also the most downloaded app on the App Store and on Google Play, respectively. The rest come mainly from Facebook and Google. We're looking at YouTube, WhatsApp, Instagram, Facebook, and Messenger, and then Google Maps and Gmail, almost across the board. We estimate that the top 10 most downloaded apps in March generated just about 352 million downloads across both platforms, and that's just a little bit higher than February. But there's a much more interesting trend to watch here, and that's consumer spending. While downloads remain pretty much the same, consumer spending has continued to increase at a faster rate than ever before. Last year's lockdowns have forced many to rely on apps, from completing business tasks to taking a break. That convinced more and more consumers to take out their virtual wallets and actually spend money in apps. According to the Mobile Revenue Index, consumer spending on apps in the U.S. App Store is at an all-time high at 232 points, up nearly 100 points since the beginning of 2020 and up 10 points this year already. And it's on par with the highest peak of last year. The bottom line here is that consumers are becoming more comfortable spending money in-app. Developers who optimize for that should see exponentially high results and zooming out a bit, a more sustainable future. Speaking of peaks, when the pandemic started, I made a prediction that electric scooters will become very popular among those who need to travel at a faster than walking speed, but prefer not to get on a bus or into a subway because of COVID. That prediction was based on my own behavior, but also on a huge spike of downloads for scooter rental apps last summer. A year into the pandemic and with spring just starting, downloads have spiked again to levels that resemble last summer's spike. Downloads of Lime, Bird, and Spin, three popular scooter rental services, have been climbing since the beginning of February. The three combined saw about 120,000 weekly downloads at the end of January, and at the end of March, that number climbed to more than 400,000. If this continues, and there's no sign it won't, demand for scooters this summer will easily eclipse last year's. If you live in a big city, I bet you're seeing more people on scooters. Here in New York City, even though scooter rentals aren't an option yet, many have bought their own, including me. That means more leverage for scooter rentals who need to convince more cities to let them in, and also for consumers who now have a low-cost option for traveling. Switching gears completely, this week Facebook announced that they're ending the Facebook Analytics service this summer. That's it. No explanation why. No replacement. According to our top SDK charts... Facebook Analytics is the number two most installed analytics SDK right after Google Solutions. According to our SDK intelligence, Spotify, TikTok, Clash of Clans, Candy Crush, Toon Blast, eBay, and even Call of Duty, along with more than 416,000 other apps and games, will now need to find a replacement. My guess is that that replacement will be Google Firebase, which is already the dominant free analytics solution. The real question here is, why would Facebook do this? They're so data-hungry, and to give up such delicious data just doesn't make a lot of sense to me. We'll see. Next up is an interesting insight I picked up this week. Over the last few years, many developers have abandoned the traditional pay-up-front model for freemium and subscription models. Right now, only 4% of apps and games across the apps on Google Play are a paid download. Last year, that number was 15%. Why, you wonder? Because apps that are free to download make more money. That's really, really simple. A comparison of the top paid and top grossing app lists in the US App Store and on Google Play shows just how much higher revenue is for free apps. In the App Store, a top 10 paid app can expect, on average, about 10,000 to a million 
in revenue every week. On Google Play, that range is even smaller. It's between $10,000 and $300,000 per week. A top 10 free app with in-app purchases or subscriptions is much healthier. According to our estimates, on the App Store, weekly revenue is about five times higher at between $3 million and $5 million. And on Google Play, it's more than 10 times higher at $3 million to $4 million. Here's the thing. It doesn't really mean that the pay-once model is gone and that consumers will be forced to pay for everything on a subscription basis. But considering the amount of extra friction paying before downloading ads, we can really expect pay up front to disappear in favor of some implementation of in-app purchases. Last for this week is Spotify. I've been looking at Spotify for a while now, trying to understand how its push into podcasts and especially into original content is helping. But even as it added huge names like the Obamas and Joe Rogan to its roster, downloads have stayed fairly flat. Why is that? When we look at Spotify alone, it's hard to tell why downloads aren't going up. But when you put it in context, it becomes very obvious. Pandora, the top-grossing streaming app in the App Store, helps us contextualize the current market for streaming apps. The gist? Downloads are declining. Between native alternatives from Apple and Google and overall market saturation, a declining trend is their reality. But it isn't really for Spotify. Spotify's investment into original content and exclusive content boosted downloads so much that while Pandora's weekly downloads got cut in almost half over the last three years, from just about 650,000 downloads to about 300,000 downloads every week in 2021, Spotify's declined just a little bit, but remains fairly steady at 600,000 downloads a week. The bottom line is that Spotify is following Netflix's playbook, one that many streamers are now starting to follow as well. What's special here is that podcasts aren't a natural extension of music streaming, just like what's happening with Netflix and with HBO Plus and with other streamers who are going into their original content for movies. So podcasts were not even as popular when Spotify started their push, which means that Spotify is really thinking outside the box here and they're not letting Apple Music run them out of business. I think that's well done. And that's it for this week. If you like the podcast, please consider subscribing. And if you like the insights and want to see insights for apps, maybe your competitors, head on to appfigures.com slash intelligence. Happy Friday.